returning to the book of the little prophecy of Micah this morning. Micah, now take your time. Not very easy to get sometimes. If you get the book of Daniel and keep going right from Daniel, then you'll come to Hosea and you'll come right over then to Joel. Amos. Obadiah. Jonah. Micah. If you've gone to Habakkuk, you've gone too far. Micah. Chapter 2. And I want you to open your Bible at that chapter. Chapter 2. The text that the Lord has laid upon my heart this morning is in the 10th verse of this second chapter of the prophecy of Micah. Just the one verse. I don't often preach from a text, but I am this morning. Rise ye and depart, for this is not your rest, because it is polluted. It shall destroy you, even with a sore destruction. Many are the applications that flow and flush from this powerful verse of Scripture. And I could apply it this morning in so many different ways. I could apply it, first of all, to someone in a relationship this morning. Someone in a relationship this morning. Now, I'm not speaking about the marriage relationship because I believe and the Scripture teaches that only in certain extreme circumstances is such a departure allowed. But I'm speaking to someone this morning who's in or about to enter in to some relationship that's going to be hurtful or harmful to them. And I say to you in the word of God this morning, arise and depart, because whatever it is, and maybe you're not here, but maybe you're listening to me abroad this morning, or watching this message this morning, wherever you are, depart, flee, for it'll pollute you and eventually destroy you. Many may be the people that are listening to this this morning would like to be back sitting again for the first time under words like these. But it's too late. 
They didn't heed what they heard. They didn't heed what they were told. They didn't heed what their mentors and parents and preachers told them. And they've ended up polluted, defiled, unclean, and destroyed, some of them, with a sore destruction. You see that word sore there? It's an unusual word. It means to stumble and stagger underneath a heavy burden. And there's some here this morning, some out there this morning, and you're weighed down with a load maybe of guilt, of sin, of wrong choices in the past. And there's nothing much you can do about it now. And in the words of Job, this is a grief, and you must bear it. All I can say to you this morning is, we have all fallen, we have all sinned, we have all made wrong choices, we have all made mistakes. And all I can say is, cast your burden onto the Lord, and He will sustain you. Not only that, but He will forgive you, and you can rise up again with all the past into a new day with our God. Not only could I apply this text, rise up and depart, for this is not your rest, to relationship, I could apply it to membership of something. Not a relationship to someone, but a membership to something. It may be that you're here this morning or listening to me and you're associated and affiliated with some order, some organization, some club, some clique, some crowd that involves the ungodly. Maybe believers joined with unbelievers in a various many ways. Well, here's a word from God to you this morning. Whatever you're linked up with as a child of God, with unbelievers, here's a word for you this morning, and you heed it if you want to. But if you don't, you'll bear the consequences of the text. Rise and depart, for this is not your rest. And until you do, You'll be unclean. You'll be defiled. You'll be contaminated. It may be this morning that someone is in these positions that I'm talking about, but you don't think there's any problem in it. Well, you ask yourself this morning as a Christian, does it interfere with your Christian walk? Does it interfere with your prayer time? Does it interfere with your witness? Is it an example to your family? Is it where you would want them to be? Is it what you would want them to do? Does it take away your desire for the prayer meeting? 
Examine your own heart. And above all, is it glorifying to God where you are? So I could apply this text to relationship to some person, membership to something, or a fellowship to some place. Now take heed what I'm going to say. You see, there's a big lot of those who are supposed to be Christians this morning. And they're going to, and they're subscribing to, dead, apostate, gospel-hating, blood-denying, Christ-rejecting churches. Did you get that? Well, I'll tell you again. There are many this morning who claim to be Christians subscribing and supporting dead, apostate, gospel-hating, blood-denying, Christ-rejecting churches. Did you ever think that we'd see the day in our land when people would attend and support a church, ministers of denominations in our land, do you ever see the day when those ministers would go into the Roman Catholic Mass, have ashes put on their head on Ash Wednesday and say it was the most wonderful experience we ever had. Am I a fool this morning? Did I read this and witness this on Wednesday last? Yes, I did. Was the Reformation in vain? Was the blood, sweat, and tears of men like Luther, Swingley, and Calvin a joke? Come on now. Did the men like Cranmer and Ridley and burnt at the stake for a laugh? And I say this morning, whoever you are, wherever you are, if you're associated with such, Arise and depart. Let them get polluted if you want, if they want. But don't you pollute yourselves having anything to do with them. Or those who stand in Dungannon or wherever they stand with a placard apologizing to the gaze. Flee from them, man. For they're polluted and they're heading to destruction. Remember Elijah when he was in the old cave in the mountain? In that old dark, damp, dismal cave and the voice of God said to him, Elijah, what doest thou here? Come out! Come out from the darkness and come out into the light and come out into an evangelical church where you'll hear the truth and the gospel preached. Flee! Form of godliness, Paul says, denying the power thereof. False prophets, forgers of lies and physicians of no value, Job calls them. These are serious issues and they need to be addressed in the serious hour in which we live. We need to stand for the truth of God's word and we need to contend for it in the midst of apostasy and darkness, and cry to God that he'll come 
and that he'll revive us again. But it's not the relationship with a person or membership of something or fellowship with some place that we're after in this text this morning. Because this is not only an individual text because it says, Arise ye, but it's a national text and we're not taking that end of it up either. But it is a national text. The context here is that the children of Israel, when the Assyrians were about to come to invade the land and destroy the temple and ravish their crops and rape their women and flatten all before them, God said to the people, his own people, Arise, depart, flee, for this is not your rest. So it's an individual text and it's a national text. It's not only a relationship to a person, and it's not only a, member, a membership to something or a, f- a fellowship of a place. It, it's to do with citizenship of a country. There's a, prophetical, there's a prophetical tinge to this text, which I want to close with this morning. Arise. This, there's a prophetical mention to this. This world is not our home. Oh, listen, believer, this morning, get this into your heart. This world is not our home. We're just a passing through. Some of these days we're going to arise and depart. This world is not our home and it's not supposed to be. And I don't want it to be. If this is all we have, this old filthy, stinking World that they don't know where they're heading, they're staggering like a drunk man, the word of God says. Paul says in Philippians 3 and verse 20, Our citizenship is in heaven, from whence we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a citizen of heaven this morning. I have a passport for heaven this morning. I am heading for heaven this morning. Glory to God without a doubt. Our citizenship is in heaven from whence we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile bodies like unto his glorious body. Hallelujah. Some of these days the trumpet shall sound. Some of these days our Lord shall shout. The Lord shouted three times. This is the last shout. This is the last trump. Some of these days he's going to burst the clouds and he's going to come again and the trumpet shall sound and he shall say, Arise ye, depart, for this is not your rest. Arise ye, or you'll be polluted and destroyed with sore destruction if you stay where you are. You see, friend, this text tells us, tells me, what we can't have here. It tells me that we have no rest here. This is not your rest. Well, you know that this morning. Remember, Jesus says, as it was in the days of Lot, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. There are many things that the days of Lot and Noah were marked with. 
that we see today around us, and we're not preaching on that this morning. But there are many things that mark the days of Lot and Noah. That's why Jesus said it. It'll be the very same as the day, just as he's coming, these days in which we live. But you know, one of them that we miss so much is restlessness. Restlessness. No rest. No peace, says Jehovah, to the wicked. The wicked like a troubled sea, casting up its mire and dirt. Panic, pandemonium worldwide. The coronavirus is only at the beginning. Schools are closed. Factories are closed. Churches are closed. Thousands are confined to their homes, to hotels and to ships. One billion dollars in one hour fell off the stock exchange last week. And the world is about to call it a pandemic, which comes from the word panic. Jesus said men's heart would fail them because of fear. Oh, the fear that's out in that world this morning. Oh, my friend, there's not a ounce of rest out there this morning. Since the year began, the most popular word Unused bulletins is the word unprecedented. Fires in Australia, floods, storms, abortion, wickedness, and viruses. If you cast your eyes in verse 3 of chapter 2 of this text, you'll see where, he, where this man says, Ye shall go haughtily, for this time is evil. It's evil. I tell you, it was an evil day in which the children of Israel were living in, when the enemy had them surrounded and all was about to be destroyed. And this is an evil day in which we live in, and I don't have to tell you that this morning. Oh, we're in a dark day, in a dark hour. Oh, how we need to cry and pray. And God will come, because I'll tell you this, there is no rest. Uh, no rest. Is it any wonder Lot ran through the city of Sodom? Is it any wonder he pleaded with his sons-in-law and his wife and his family to rise, get out, run, flee? Sinner, if you're not saved this morning, flee to Christ. Or you'll be polluted further and you'll be destroyed once more. No wonder Lot ran through the city. No wonder he cried, judgment is coming. Is it any wonder that we know, the wee doves that Noah let out of the ark couldn't find any place for its feet? There was no place of rest. Man, the old raven went out and the old raven never come back. For the old raven was content with the jetsam and the floatsam and the dead carcasses and the dead animals and the dead people. And that old vulture man lit on them and got down on a carcass of a bullock man and he sat there and he feasted and he ate and he slept and he feasted and he slept and he ate. That was his nature. But it wasn't the nature of the dove. 
And it is not the nature of the people of God with the Holy Spirit living in them to be content in death. Nor to be content in darkness and to be content in an old world that's sick and tottering to the end and about to be destroyed. That's the hour where we're living and we're living in a fascinating hour. And I often pray to God and I say, Lord, why didn't you keep Moody and Spurgeon and Finney and all those men, why didn't you keep them for the day and let us out in that day that's gone and give them good mighty men of prayer and mighty men of revival and mighty men of God. Why didn't you keep them for this hour? Why us? But we're here for such a time as this. Not only me, but you are. And if you don't get a hold of that believer, then you have lost. Don't be singing anything about thy will be done. Thy precious will is thine, is mine. Don't you, don't you be singing like that now. Unless you've all completely and utterly surrendered unto the Lord every morning and every night, your family, your home, your business, your car, your house, your all. Say all to Jesus, I surrender. What do you want me to do? And I'm sure he'd be changing a lot of our lives. We're living in a dark hour. We're living in a in a dark day, we're living in the day of apostasy and ecumenism and all the rest that the scripture says would happen in these last days. But the sad thing about it, my friend, they're not being addressed. A dark day. That little dove could find no place. That gentle emblem of the Holy Ghost, that Gentle, peaceful, fragile little bird had to come back to the ark. And Noah put out his hand and snatched it in. Someday he's going to do that with us, you know. He's going to put his hand out and take us out. Oh, I tell you, there was no rest in the days of Lot. And there was no rest in the days of Noah. None at all. And I praise God that someday, maybe it mightn't be very long, that we're going to get out. We're getting out. We're going to be taken up. The dead in Christ shall rise first. We buried a couple here, a couple of three in January. The dead in Christ shall rise first. And those of which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And this will not be our rest, for there is no rest here. I praise God that I'm getting out. I praise God that I'm a citizen of another country. I praise God I have a passport for heaven. I praise God that I can see it this morning afar, a country and a city where there'll be no more tears and no more sorrow and no more pain and no more parting. There's no rest here. And something else here. There's no hope. 
See that word polluted? It means to be infected. And it means infection to spread. That's what pollution is. That's what the virus is. It's an infection that's rapidly spread. And if this goes on much longer, wait till I tell you something I'm going to preach. Why do you think China was hit first with it? Do you, do you, do you think that this is just an accident? Do you think that this thing's spreading from one end of the world almost to the other and we haven't seen any of it yet? And they're trying to suppress figures and they're trying to keep the people calm. And didn't China themselves say if it was armies, if it was armies and soldiers and tanks and men that came against us, we could handle them? And so they could. But we can't handle this. No. They can't handle God, that's why. Do you think it's just something that has happened? Do you think that the fires in Australia that was unprecedented was just something that happened? Do you think God is only saying these things? How do you think the fire fell on Carmel? Do you think God had anything to do with that? Do you think it had anything to do with the flood? Do you think it had anything to do with opening up the ground and swallowing the sons of Korah? Do you think it had anything to do with the famine that parsed the land for three years? And he told them, he says, if you sin and rebel, I'll shut the heavens up. And he did. And he can shut the heavens and open the heavens whenever he likes. But it it's always done because of judgment. There's a judgment on us. Because you don't tell those big boys that. Well, they'll know before they're done. There's no rest here. There's no hope here. He says, there's, there's no hope here for these people. Get out, God says. Get out. Flee. Sinner, flee this morning. Flee to the ark. Flee to the cross. Flee to Christ. Flee to the mountain of Zor where Lot and his daughters flee to the mountain and the sun was rising over Zor. Flee to the mountain. Flee to Calvary. Or you'll be destroyed. No hope. No rest. No escape. It says of the children of Israel that the Lord went before them to search out a resting place. <laughs> he has gone before us. Not only to search out a resting place, but to make a resting place. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. If I had nothing other than that to tell me that the Lord was coming back again, it would be all I would know. You know the 25% of the scripture of the Bible's prophecy? 25%. 
But if this is all that I had, just to know that the Lord Jesus himself says, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. He's coming again. And very soon. And when you hear this message tonight, you will wonder. And I'm wondering all week. Because I can tell you the cup of iniquity is full. Oh, if only we knew how near we were. The Lord's going to let them slay innocent children much longer. And Job's, the word of God says that we're to speak a voice for the dumb. No escape, my friend. No escape. There's no rest. No rest. My dear sinner friend, and my dear backslider this morning, There's no peace and there's no rest where you are and there will not be. And it's infectious and it's spreading and it's going to get worse. But praise God, there remaineth therefore a rest for the people of God. And we're going to enter into that rest some of these days. And all the troubles and trials shall be over. And all the sickness and all the death and all the pain will be over. Oh, praise God to be saved this morning. Praise God to be on our way to heaven this morning. Praise God that there's a new day dawning. Jesus is coming. And he's going to take us out and rescue us from this world. Are you ready this morning? Are you walking with him this morning? Cut your sever, cut your ties with all ungodliness this morning and anything that smells like it or tastes like it and flee, man, to Jesus. Surrender all to him and the Lord will bless you and the Lord will use you in whatever time he has left.